Good evening and welcome to Get Real with Ralph. I'm your humble host, Ralph Nudy, coming to you live from the studios of AM 1050 WLIP in Gurney and Kenosha. Bear with me, folks, tonight. Uh, Jim Selovich is off, so I am trying to figure out the board and push all the buttons and make all the magic happen at the same time that I speak, something I'm not quite so experienced at just yet. So hang on and uh, let's go for a ride. with our normal bumper music and uh, once again welcome to Get Real with Ralph Little Ivy Fort Sky's the Limit Ladies and gentlemen, the sky is the limit We're going to talk about that But we're also going to talk about the conditions on the ground here right now in Kenosha and in the USA with the coronavirus outbreak We've been updating our audience regularly on how to stay safe but tonight, our bombshell investigation is going to uncover a cover-up by the Chinese government. And we're going to talk about how this affects and how it should affect our nation's future. Thank you for tuning in. I've been doing a lot of research over the last couple of weeks, and I've been bringing you the results of my research Sunday after Sunday. This has been a more somber time in uh, our show than, than in weeks before. And uh, as we approach the first anniversary of the show, it's, um, it, it, it's becoming increasingly difficult to be as, as upbeat and as uplifting as, as we'd like to be because we have some tough things going on here, but we're going to try and tackle it anyway. Now, the Chinese government has been working hard to hide and censor information pertaining to the Wuhan strain of the coronavirus that currently threatens the health of the entire world during this global pandemic. From the beginning, the Chinese government spread misinformation that helped further the spread of this disease for their own country and then across the world, specifically Despite having a population of only 20% the size of China's population, we now have more cases than China or anywhere else in the world. Prior to January 8th, the Chinese government would not allow the World Health Organization or the, uh, our CDC to even visit Wuhan, China, where this virus originated. They were in control of the flow of all of the information. It was the initial position of the Chinese government that this virus could not be spread by human-to-human contact. But now we know that China wasn't just misinformed. They... So what, what evidence do you think we might need in order to uh, demonstrate that? Well, I do have some evidence, and I want to take a look at the timeline with all of you. And uh, I'm going to be posting our source material for this information on on our Facebook page, as well as on the description on our YouTube channel. You can listen live, of course, on GetRealWithRalph.com or at our, our Facebook page, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie. Anyway, th- this article 
from the 23rd of March, the comprehensive timeline of China's COVID-19 lies, really spells out a timeline that's pretty devastating. According to the study in The Lancet, five days after the first illness onset, uh, the first patient, known as patient zero, uh, his wife, a 53-year-old woman who had no known history of exposure to the market, also presented with pneumonia and was hospitalized in an isolation ward. In other words, as early as the second week of December, Wuhan doctors were finding cases that indicated that this virus was, in fact, spreading from one human being to another. December 21st, Wuhan doctors begin to notice a cluster of what they called pneumonia cases with an unknown cause. December 25th, Christmas, Chinese medical staff in two hospitals in Wuhan are suspected of contracting viral pneumonia themselves and are quarantined. Sometime in late December, the hospitals notice an exponential increase in the number of cases that cannot be linked back to the Hunan seafood wholesale market where they originally told us this entire thing originated. On December 30th, a doctor in China, Dr. Li Winglang, sent a group message to a bunch of other doctors warning them about a possible outbreak of an illness that resembled SARS, the Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, and for them to start taking protective measures against infection. However, on December 31st, the Wuhan Municipal Health Commission declared that the investigation so far had not found any obvious human-to-human transmission and no, I repeat this, no medical staff infection. That's from, that's from an article in the uh, National Review on the uh, 23rd of March. So back to my notes. By the time the World Health Organization arrived in Wuhan, there were already hospital workers that were being infected with the coronavirus. Yet the Chinese government concealed this fact from the international team of doctors that were there. They weren't told about these healthcare workers that were sick. They weren't shown them. Workers were hidden. So the scientific community did not get to see these infected healthcare workers. And why would, the, why would the Chinese government not want doctors and scientists to see or examine all the patients who were healthcare workers? Here's why. One of the key indicators that infectious diseases is in fact contagious would be that healthcare workers are getting infected by their patients and they did not want us to know that. Now we can speculate on what their intentions were. From wild conspiracy theories to things as simple as they didn't want it to hurt their commerce. We don't know why they lied. But we know they did. On January 14th, six days after the World Health Organization was finally allowed in China, they put out an official tweet. And the tweet said this, Preliminary investigations conducted by the Chinese authorities have found no clear evidence of human-human transmission of the novel coronavirus. By the time they were on the ground, China had a whole month of research and evidence. It was all destroyed the doctors were moved. Some of them were even arrested for trying to open their mouths. So here's what happened during this time. For another two weeks after that 14th of January tweet from the World Health Organization, flights continued all around the world. The entire world continued to get infected. The world's borders remained opened. And the Chinese coronavirus... When we finally did restrict travel, 
us as Americans, whether you want to blame it on our president or blame it on us as the people, we're called xenophobes. We're called racists for containing a virus, not containing people, containing a virus, trying to do the same thing we're doing now, quarantining ourselves in our homes. Here's an ironic thing. As of March 26th, just a couple of days ago, China banned all foreign nationals from population from being reinfected with the virus that's now threatening the world due to their negligence, due to their lies, possibly due to worse. And this, my friends, is just a tip. It's just the tip of the iceberg. So let's take a trip in the Wayback Machine. For the last 20 years, through presidencies of both administrations, China has threatened not only the United States of America, but the entire free world, economically and militarily. For example, in 2015, the Chinese threatened war with the United States over the South China Sea because we had warships patrolling too close to their man-made islands that were threatening sovereign nations that were real islands that have been under the protection of the United States since the end of World War II. Then comes the incredibly scary Made in China 2025 policy as highlighted in the China briefing published in 2008. And I'm going to go to this, so bear with me while I take a move. All right, now this Made in China 2025 agenda is one where they seek to engineer a shift from China being a low-end manufacturer to becoming a high-end producer of goods. Their goal is to tap into China's increasingly wealthy home consumer base as well as the value-added global sourcing segment. Why is it controversial? Their plans were to have 70% of, 40% of all core component materials and 70% of all technology manufacturing in China for the entire world by 2025. Their goal also included having control over the medical sector, having control over medical supplies, having control over prescriptions so that the entire world would be at the mercy of the Chinese economy. It is spelled out in their own initiative. What did we do about it as a country? Nothing. That's what we did about it. On the 6th of May in 2019, China threatened to retaliate if the U.S. pursued a trade war against China. Now, we elected a president arguably on this one subject more than anything else, because I know a lot of people that voted for this president that don't like him personally. But I think there are some smart people in this country that realize that this is a threat and that getting involved in, getting engaged in some sort of dispute some sort of war, some sort of negotiation policy. When I say war, I mean a trade war, not a shooting war. We needed to do something to change the trajectory of where trade was going or we're going to be in deep trouble as a country. Everybody realized it. For doing that, for exercising that initiative, they threatened to retaliate against us. They started bullying us in their official state media. For example, there's a Yahoo News article that I'll post China threatens retaliation over U.S. bullying of state media. What does it say that they're going to do? Basically, they're going to adopt a Cold War mindset and ideological basis. They're going to freeze us out. It's 
It's pretty frightening. And what's more frightening is a few months later in August, when a article in Defense One magazine was printed, in which the Chinese government officially, officially says they are pursuing biotechnical weapons. This doesn't seem like a, a, a very healthy idea. We, here's, here's what I'm quoting right from the article. We may be on the verge of a brave new world indeed. Today's advances in biotechnology and genetic engineering have exciting applications in medicine, yet also alarming implications, including for military affairs. China's national strategy of military-civil fusion has highlighted biology as a priority. Army could be at the forefront of expanding and exploiting this knowledge. The PLA, that's the People's Liberation Army's keen interest is reflected in strategic writings and research that advances in biology are contributing to changing the form or character of conflict. For example, in 2010's War for Biological Dominance, a professor with the third military medical university emphasizes the effect of biology on further warfare. This article goes word for it. Google it. We have a country that is actively pursuing, out in the open, biological warfare, who then acts in a very distrusting manner when a pandemic threatens the health and the security and the economic freedom of an entire world. Now, it's not for me to draw lines, and it's not for me to read minds. And I certainly can't tell you exactly what their intentions are. But I can't rule out that these intentions are incredibly sinister and evil either. And neither should you, because we don't have that information. We only have the information that's out there. And as a people, we really need to pay attention. Now, as we look at our options as a country, we're being subjected to more threats, both economically and militarily, by the Chinese regime. Here's another one. China threatens to withhold all medical exports. The United States will fall into the hell of a coronavirus epidemic. Those are the words used by the Chinese Communist Party. They threaten to hold all medical experts asking for an apology for the United States and gratitude, gratitude from the rest of the world. This comes at the most crucial point of the outbreak that originated in their own country. Their official news agency is warning us. Oh, they're also warning our news media, who is become their lapdogs, sitting in their laps telling them that uh, it's, it's racist to call this the Chinese coronavirus. I don't think any thinking, intelligent, normal American has a problem with anybody because of their ethnicity over this virus, over the Chinese people, and certainly not over Chinese Americans living in the United States. And anybody that does is a wacko. But I think any free-thinking person can see that this virus originated in the Wuhan province in China, and if they look at the facts, the Chinese government really made a mess out of this for us, intentional or otherwise. 
So here we are with a country that is manufacturing 85% of our generic prescriptions, 70% of all medical supplies, and they're making veiled threats that if we're not grateful enough to them, they can cut us off. Meanwhile, they're building. They're building like crazy in the Wuhan province. We're starting to build like crazy here, too. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to see us doing something. But all this talk, you know, let's bring this local. Every morning you're listening to Lenny talking about FoxyCon and what a terrible thing it was. This could be the greatest blessing in disguise. If they don't want to build there, we have a campus ready to go. We could build a paper factory. We could build a pharmaceutical factory. We could start domesticating industry back into this country because I don't think that this coronavirus is going to wipe us out as a people. And I don't think that it's going to wipe us out as an economy this time. But it definitely is a dry run for a template of something that could come that could kill more people and faster. And they've definitely shown us what moves they're capable of doing. And if we don't get real smart, real fast as a country, we're going to be in in worse shape than we ever were. Last but not least on this. The latest military threat by China, and this is this is off Breitbart, and I know that Breitbart is a little bit right leaning, right leaning, right leaning. If anybody wants to call and say right leaning ten times really fast as a tongue twister when we get done with this, maybe I'll buy you. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll send you some uh, delivery from uh, one of my two six two eats restaurants. I'm still delivering. We'll talk about that in a minute. China threatens EMP in South China Sea. This was just days ago. The Chinese state media on Tuesday rather unsubtly decided this would be a good time to chat with a panel of experts about the possibility of using an electromagnetic pulse weapon, that's an EMP, against American ships entering the portions of the South China Sea illegally claimed by Beijing. An EMP, an electromagnetic pulse weapon, anything electrical within its range. That means if you're in a vehicle, it's going to stop because you have an electrical system that fires off your spark plugs. It means that a ship would be rendered completely useless. Of course, they're not directly threatening. They're having, they're having talks with each other about it. You know, kind of like nice battleship you got there, America. Would be a shame if an EMP went off near it. Those are the type of threats that they're making. That's the type of bullying that is going on to our country by a country that we have willingly, willingly given up most of our heavy industry to. So you got to ask yourself, are you willing to put more risk on top of this when you come out of your quarantine, when you come out of your home, when you finally get back to work, when you finally are thankful that whatever job you have is, is a means of supporting your family, you start thinking about what really matters in this world. Are you going to continue to turn a blind eye, or are you going to start paying attention to the people that run our country and the multi-billion dollar corporations that are being bought and paid for by the geopolitical enemy of our country? And that's my commentary today on the coronavirus. Now, in the studio, we got... How you doing over there, Dan? Can I flip you on for a minute? 
It's better than flipping you off, right? What up? What up? I'm uh first day on the big machine here, and and Dan Dan's giving me a little guidance here. Mike, oh, what up? There See you are. The light, the light lights up, the red light? The red light lights up, and then I got I, I hit the button, but I didn't roll the little bar up yet. That's called the fader. The fader. The fader. I used to have a fade for a haircut. Yeah, don't even get me started on haircuts, because I need one real bad. Well, you know. A lot of other people do, too. That's one of the, uh, the drawbacks. Well, check this out. So, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you're watching the week that this happened, but a few weeks back, um, the members of Widget Kindly asked me to shave my head on yeah, for the air Baldrick's. for St. Baldrick's, and I was complaining about how much I hate not having any hair, and uh, I'm thrilled to death I did it now. Look at this. So thank you, Widget Kindly and St. Baldrick's, because if I was getting shaggy, I would really be aggravated. Yeah. So you've been working double duty during this whole thing, huh? Well, you know what? Uh, things got to get done. Things got to get done, and you seem to be the man. Every time I, I do, you have a bed here? Excuse me. Uh, no, but I did sleep here last Saturday because uh, we literally just launched on the air, and so I figured, you know what? It's six more hours just sleep in the room in the prod room, and and that way, if something does happen, I'm walking feet away. I think they need to get you a cot here, like <clears throat> they have for the uh, for the residents over at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> 72 hours on, 24 off, and then Pete can fill in during the other 24. Sure, why not? Yeah, just like they did with, uh, what was that show, Grey's Anatomy on yeah. ABC? Yeah, I could see you in scrubs and a mask. I mean, that's kind of what, uh, that's kind of what the workplace is becoming. Yeah. Who's going to be, the, uh, who's gonna be the, the, the short one, though, the doctor that orders them all around? You mean, uh, what's her face? Um, I, I can't remember her name on the show. I can't remember her name either. I just I just remember that she was a feisty one. That's for sure. That I do know. I'm drawing a blank. I'm <laughs> sure there's someone yelling in at the radio right now as we speak, but they're screaming it. Well, if you want to call in and I, tell I us, I think her her real name is Shonda Rhimes. That's it. That is the name of the actress for sure. Yeah, Shonda Rhimes. So uh, I had a video go viral yesterday. We're, as we're talking about entertainment, you've been watching a lot of, well, you've been working. Everybody else has been watching a lot of YouTube, I think. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of stuff. Yeah, so I found out. Because sometimes I, you, need to, you, you need an escape. You do need an escape, and it's good to have one. Because you can only, I mentioned this on Lipoff last week, you can only take so much of nonstop coverage, and you just have to music, or if it's movies, or TV, or something. But sometimes you just need to kind of like take a break from it. Well, I found this little short minute and a half clean version of um, one that has a little dirtier lyrics at home. The, the, the one that's went viral is Stay the F at Home. And uh, this is the Stay the, Stay the Heck at Home version of it. So uh, I was going to say, please don't make the mistake of playing the wrong one on the air. You no, know, I'm double checking right here. And I, and, uh, I, and I tested it before also, just to make sure that didn't happen. So here's the non-explicit version of it. If you want the explicit version, go to GetRealWithRalph.com, where I have almost a million views on it. And uh, check this out. The world has caught a virus, so I've written you a poem. We need your help to cure it, so stay the heck at home. And if you have got 12 kids or you're living on your own, 
lock it down and isolate and stay the heck at home. If you think you're not at risk here, you're living in a dome. It spreads faster than broken eggs, so stay the heck at home. I need the gym, I need the beach, I hear you cry and moan. You need to grow a brain cell and stay the heck at home. But I feel fine, I don't feel ill. I'll go out on my own. How thick are you? You're selfish still. Please stay the heck at home. From L.A. through to Berlin, from Wuhan to to Rome. There's people dying every day, so stay the heck at home. If you need to contact family, use Facebook, Skype, or phone. We've got this concern internet, so stay the heck at home. The only way to slow it down is isolate, not roam. Please help the world get back on track and stay the heck at home. Stay the heck at home. Stay the heck at home. Don't you be a silly duck. Please stay the heck at home. Can you hear me? And there it is, the uh, clean version of stay the heck at home. And I was... I was scrambling over here to make sure that I uh, got it turned off before YouTube accidentally played the dirty version of it. The dirty version, again, on GetRealWithRalph.com, instead of heck, it drops in a, a word that starts with F. I'm sure you can fill in the blanks. And uh, it has almost a million views uh, from the guy that created it. So go check it out and subscribe. And uh, we're going to go to a quick break. When we get back from the break, uh, we're going to get... Uh, we're going to get Jim Selovich on the phone, see how he's feeling, first of all. he's a, He had a little cold and he just didn't want to chance it today. And then we are going to talk to a industry expert who counsels businesses on how to decontaminate, how to keep themselves safe, and how to, what's the word I'm looking for, disinfect properly so they can share workspace and minimize risk. Back right after this. All right, that was about enough of Jane says for uh, for a lifetime. Um, I don't know about you, Dan. You a Jane's Addiction fan at all? Do you know who they are? Do you listen to them back in the day? Do I know who Jane's Addiction is? Of course I do. Well, you you know, not everybody. It it's wasn't a part ev- of it's a part of my uh, youth. It wasn't everybody's <clears throat> jam, it, as they say nowadays. Yeah, uh, late '80s, early '90s for sure. Yeah, it was uh, part of my middle school and high school years. First time I remember hearing a Jane's Addiction song was when I was in boot camp. One of the guys that I was uh, there with was a huge fan, and they. Sony Walkmans with a tape decks, and uh, he busted out the Jane's Addiction while we were uh, doing something. I don't know, probably mopping floors or, or something ridiculous like that. Perry uh, Farrell, right? Perry Farrell, that's right. Today's yeah, Perry's birthday. Singer. Yep. He's also the uh, the maker of uh, Lollapalooza, or I believe one of the founders of it, or one they of were, the... Uh, I knew that they were one of the maiden bands, but I wasn't sure how, how that all worked out. Oh, I yeah. did it, did it, did it, did it from... Uh, I got to make all my own sound effects even today. I never... 
I shouldn't say I didn't realize how much Jim does because I do know how much he does and I appreciate it. But boy, it is uh, it is a lot harder than it looks, and he does make it look easy. And he's going to call in because I keep calling out and. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm hitting the wrong buttons. But the uh, temporary studio phone number is 224-538-7709. And I think that he is going to call in, and then I'm going to press the wrong button, and then you're going to tell me what the right one is or something like that, probably. Press the buttons that are closest to the to the screen, I believe. The one that says phone. Nope, th- that's the handheld. You want the other one. The one that says multi-port. On the actual phone itself. Oh, got mm. it. The button that is closest to me. No, the button that's the button that's closest to the screen. The button. So there's two there's two buttons on the left side. Yep. The one that's closest where it says number one, two, three, four from the top down. Yep. Whatever line rings, you want to press that uh, number. Got it. And you're on the air, I think. He's not. It says answer. It says on air, but he's not on air. Are you there now? Hello? Hello? Now Hello? I can hear you. I gotta can keep, you hear me now? Can, I, I can, can hear you can now. I'm getting schooled over here by Dan. You got to turn it on and roll the fader up. You got to pot it up, dude. That's what we call in the business. You got to pot it up. Pot you got, it up. You got you to put, put that fader up. Not the fade haircut, but the fader itself. Oh, you heard that part. Selvich, oh, where are you at, dude? I'm, I'm, I, I am in my home office right now. My feet kicked up and enjoying the evening of um, home isolation. Are you watching Ozark um, on Netflix or oh, no, uh, Tiger I King? I, I, I started. I'm not going to watch Tiger King. Me first neither. And foremost. I'm not. I'm not going to get into that. That looks too. Um, that looks too confusing. It looks too stupid. Yeah, that too. Um, I um I I'm, uh, I'm watching Ozark. I got into the first episode. I'm going to continue to watch it later tonight. Oh, he just started watching and, that. Yeah, well, you know, I've been busy too. You know, I've Dude, been uh, kind of creating things and doing different things. You know, I, I am, uh, I am uh, just nursing this cough I had for quite a while. And uh, don't be concerned, folks. I'm, I'm okay. It's just that uh, I just want to, uh, you know, I'm, I'm old. So us old folks have to stay in. What are you, you know? like, fifty? In that area, maybe I'll, I'll add six years to that. But yes, so you're fifty-six. Um, I, yes, I am. Come I'm on. that to the world. Holy well, dude, cow. You know? Well, that happens, you know. I mean, the years uh, years go by, brother. I'm not far behind him, 44. Yeah, yeah, you are. Hey, um, listen, uh, uh, Ralph, you know uh, how much work I've done. So so now you got the idea of what I actually do on that show. He wants a raise. Well, I know. I'm sure he does. He's he's always, I'm always I'm always throwing ideas out there at him, and he's looking at me like, "Dude, slow down." And now I now I understand. <laughs> yeah, I understand. But Ralph, you look good behind that counter, though. You look, look good behind the controls. Yeah, I just I would look better if I if I was pushing the right buttons at the right time. That's all right. You'll learn. You'll learn. But you got Big Dan there. Big Dan, thank you. Thanks for uh, helping him out, Danny. Oh, so you're not going to watch the Tiger series, huh? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. I mean, I might. I might possibly. I, you know, once I get bored. The first, I guess um, the first week, everybody watched Contagion again. That was the big thing. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that when that came out. That was, uh, you know, not, nothing really scares me in horror films, things, stuff, but that one scared me. Because uh, that could happen. I got a bit. I remember being, you know, being young and in the military, and they stick a gun in your hand, and... I was never really scared of the idea of, of, of combat in general, but I was always mm-hmm. frightened out of my mind about any sort of chemical warfare. 
The idea that some agent in the air would make you lose control of your bodily functions, that that was a fear that I can't even... I can't even describe the fear knowing that you had to prep for that. It's bad enough losing your bodily functions involuntary. Well, does that already Uh, happen at 56? Without any type of warfare. (laughs) Without any type of warfare, chemical warfare. But, uh, yeah, right, right. It's uh, it's kind of just uh, uh, doing the inside thing and, and uh, until this cold goes away completely. I just, so every time I, you know, I told you earlier, I said, every time I go out, I'm just um, that far behind getting better. You know what I mean? It just stops myself from getting better. It's not, I'm getting worse. I'm not getting worse at all. It's just the fact that um, when I go out, I'm not getting better. So. Yeah. So then, uh, then you're doing the right thing. Stay home. Mm-hmm. Did you hear? Did you hear my right. dirty version of it? They got a million, uh, a million views on it. Oh, I could... I've seen nothing but that song all over the internet. Nothing yeah. but that song, and, it, and it's, a, it's a catchy tune. I like the clean version. I think the clean version. The clean version is great. I played it for my kids. They loved it. That's it's, all. Uh, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like you know. Uh, always look on the bright side of life by uh, by uh, what Monty, uh, Monty Python. Python. <laughs> always look on the bright side of life. Although there's some dirty words in that song itself, so don't play it. I won't. Um, yeah, I, I won't. I, I don't know if I'll be playing much of anything because I don't know how. I, I feel like the Wizard of Oz and the per, when the curtain got pulled back and uh, you know they started asking for things and he didn't really know how to give anybody anything they were asking for. He was just good at being a big mm-hmm. shot with a microphone. All I can say is there's something women like about a pickup man. A pickup man. There there's something are. women there like are. about a pickup man. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know what type of music you can John play? John Deere Green. Joe, yeah, yeah. Joe, Joe, Joe Diffie. Diffie passed away, you know. Yeah. Joe Diffie. Play a little Joe Diffie, man. That guy was... Uh, you know who Joe Diffie old, is, uh, uh, Mr. Ralph Nudie? I I have to be embarrassed to say I don't. Legendary country That's singer. Okay. Got big in the 80s. You'll, I, Ralph, you will know if you play the music. That's you play the music, oh, yeah, I know who that is. And, you know, I heard that song. Joe, so, yeah. D- oh, Diffie. Joe brought Joe, me up inside the Joe jukebox Diffie. if I die. Yeah. Uh, uh, that one there I have. You know what? Let's, uh, mm-hmm. as soon as we finish with you, I'm going to go right into that yeah. because, uh, uh maybe, maybe play a little John Prine too. He is, he, he's in critical condition right now with the Corona. Oh, really? Are you serious? Yes, John Prine. So we got, we got to start looking out for these guys. He maybe, used to go you know, to Summerfest like almost every year. Oh, all the time. All the time. He was, I've seen him a few times. He's he was, amazing. He was one of my favorite guys that you didn't have to pay extra to see. Right. Him, right. Pat McCurdy, the Femmes when they'd show up. Those were those were all the mm-hmm. ones that, that were really good still, but you, you could catch them at the free stages. So, uh, right, for right. sure. Yeah, so. I'm so, sorry, yeah, not, I, mean, I should correct myself. Joe Diffie was big in the in the 90s, not 80s. I'm sorry. My bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 90s. He was 61 when he passed away. So, um, so you know, that, I mean, this stuff's for real, man. I was listening to you earlier, and it's, you're having a great show there, Ralph, you know, even though you're behind the counter there uh, freaking out a little bit. But uh, you, uh, it's uh, Do you know, very, very hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look in the, do you know all of my freak out faces by now? Yeah, oh, I, I've seen them. I've seen them. I've, I've seen ones you don't know I've seen. So, I feel like uh, I won't need any toilet paper because everything puckers up so tight and nothing's coming out of there. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's the best way to explain that feeling, which I guess could come in you handy know, during the shortage. I was thinking about doing. You know, you know, Ray now has has a lot of footage of you. I think you should put together a a montage of your freak out faces. <laughs> Did you, you hear that? 
I didn't have the monitors turned up. Jimmy said that you've got a lot of footage of me, and you could probably put a montage of all my freakout faces together. He's uh, he he's laughing in agreement. <laughs> oh, I can hear him laughing. That would be uh, that would be spot on though. At least I'm it's freak out with Ralph. There freak out, freak out, yeah, get freaked with Ralph. At least I'm a yeah. good, at least I'm a good sport about my <clears throat> shortcomings. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, you're you're uh, you're very passionate, Ralph, and that comes with it, brother. So you know, it's nothing to be ashamed of there, not at all. Welcome to Earth, third rock from the sun, Joe Diffie, 1994. Welcome to Earth. We're... Welcome to Earth, third rock from the sun. Got it, got it. Well, beautiful, beautiful guy. you you make sure you get better so that uh, yeah, I don't have to fly I'm solo good. that all. I, you know, I, I like flying better with a co-pilot. I'll say that all day long. Right, right. Well, you know, you got Dan there, too, and God bless you, Dan Handy. Uh, Dan's actually more like a flight instructor. He's watching me freak out, and he's he's keeping his cool and just reaching over and popping a button in front of me. It's uh, it's it's pretty funny. I feel pretty green, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching the feed. I can see him coming over and uh, slapping your hand and, and, you know, pushing pushing your head to the side and say, don't touch just, that. Just pick a lane and stick in it, Ralph. <laughs> or stick <laughs> with it. No touch. So, uh, Please, I, uh, I, I feel like I'm flying a spaceship, except you can't die. That's the only good thing right. about it. <laughs> you know, uh, is there a dump button yet? Um, if there is, I don't know where it is, so I better not say shizzle uh, because right. I won't be able to hit it. Just mind your P's and Q's, would you? Absolutely. Is there a dumb button or not? On your best behavior. I've been... Okay. You know, in a whole year's time... This is episode 50, by the way, Jim. I don't know if you know that. I see it. And I uh, I believe that this would actually be the first anniversary because we didn't... We took two weeks off. Mm Mm-hmm. So this should be... I didn't even get a chance to look, but I believe it was the last Sunday in March that we started. So uh, if this isn't the exact day, uh, I'm, I'm not sure of, and... Please don't be mad that I didn't send you flowers, but I, I think it's our anniversary, Jimbo. Well, you can send me beer. You can send me beer. I mean, that, you, you know. How about beer and cheese? You know what? Beer I'm going to send you, from another Summerfest favorite, I'm going to send you sex and beer from Pat McCurdy along with the beer. How does that sound? Uh, okay. All right. As long as, it's, as, long as, as long as I don't have to touch anyone, so yeah, that's fine. All right. You know, six feet, six, six feet away, you know, social distancing. Well, this is the social distancing at its best. So thank you very much for playing along with us. And uh, if you're still Absolutely, on after man. the song here, I'm going to I'm gonna roll Third Rock from the Sun and uh, maybe a couple other Joe Diffies for the two of you. Sounds good, man. All right. Thank you. Feel better, Jim. Right. Thanks, buddy. AM 1050, the lip. She walks in the smoke. One hip at a time, like a broken field runner, slipping through the line. He likes the way she looks, so he calls a little wife, says, don't wait up for me, I'll be working late tonight. Wife hangs up the phone, bursts into tears, calls her sister up and cries, get over here. Sister tells her boyfriend, be back in a while, boyfriend wants a beer, the store is just a mile. He leaves the motor running, he'll only be a minute, his car drives away with teenagers in it. The driver tells his buddies, got one life to live, they scream into the night, let's get it over with. Cause and effect, chain of events, all of the 
perfect sense when you're spinning round things coming down welcome to earth third rock from the sun the kid comes again Jumps the curb. Truck hits a big boy in the Shoney's parking lot. He flies through the air, takes out the bank clock. Clock strikes a light pole, transformer sparks. Lines go downtown, goes dark. Waitress calls the cops, says she saw it all. Swears a giant alien is landed at the mall. Cops ring up the mayor, says there's panic in the streets. We hate to wake you up, but we can't find the chief. Mayor says use your head if he ain't in his car He's hiding from his wife down at Smokey's Bar Cause and effect, chain of events All of the chaos makes perfect sense When you're spinning round, things come undone Welcome to Earth, heard a rock from the sun Cause and effect, chain of events All of the chaos Diffie, third rock from the sun. That was at the suggestion of Dan and uh, Jim Selovich. And, of course, we're going to roll right into Pickup Man, too, while we're at it. Well, I got my first truck when I was three. Drove a hundred thousand feet. Hauled marbles and rocks and thought twice before. I hauled a Barbie doll bed for the girl next door. She tried to pay me with Yes, and I began to understand There's something women like about a pickup man When I turned 16, I saved a few hundred bucks My first car was a pickup truck I was cruising the town And the first girl I see was Bobby Joe Gentry The homecoming queen Up in the cab and said I never knew you were a pickup man Set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill And I still wouldn't trade it for a coupe de ville I got an eight-foot bed that never has to be made You know, if it weren't for trucks, we wouldn't have tailgates I met all my wives in traffic jams You're just something women like about a pickup man Most Friday nights I can be found in bit of my truck on an old chase lounge backed into my spot at the driving show you know a cargo light gives off a romantic glow i never have to wait in line at the popcorn stand cause there's something women like about a pickup man you can set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill and i still wouldn't trade it for a cook in i got an eight foot bed that never has to be made you know if it weren't for trucks we wouldn't have tailgates I met all my wives in traffic jams You're just something women like about a pickup man Oh, stand on this one 
lucky to rust or a brand new machine Once around the block and you'll know what I mean You can set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill And I still wouldn't trade it for a Coopendale bill I got an eight-foot bed that never has to be made You know, if it weren't for trucks, it wouldn't have tailgates I met all my wives in traffic jams And just something women like about a pickup man yeah, there's something women like about a pickup man. Well, there's definitely something I recognize about Pickup Man, that's for sure. I uh, I remember hearing it once I put it on, but I had no idea who it was. So just one of those songs you remember hearing on the radio. And in the 90s, I didn't listen to a whole lot of country, um, which ironically, Dan, I was... I was living in Texas at the time, so you, that would have been a great time to be a country music fan uh, is in the 90s. That was the, the height of the Garth Brooks era and all of that, but it just, I was young and it just wasn't my thing yet. Yeah, he had a lot of hits in the 90s. Uh, the Devil Dance in Empty Pocket, We'd Have a Ball Tonight, John Deere Green, uh, Joe Diffie, according to ClassicCountryMusic.com, charted a total of 18 top Ten singles throughout the decade. In 93, Joe Diffie was inducted into the Grand Old Opry. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, he Diffie announced on Friday that he had been diagnosed with a novel uh, coronavirus and was under the care of medical professionals. And then he encouraged his fans to be vigilant, cautious, and careful during the pandemic. And I believe this morning, uh, at some point in time, uh, Joe Diffie uh, passed away. Due to uh, Corona nineteen, or uh, I'm sorry, COVID nineteen. Is that the first? Is that the first casualty in the music world that uh, we know of? Um, it may be first that you know of, anyway. First of I know of, yeah. Gotcha. And as uh, as Jim said on the air earlier, John Prine is uh, also hospitalized with uh, COVID nineteen symptoms. And it says on here that his condition is critical, so that doesn't uh, that doesn't sound very good. Well, just uh, not too long ago, too, Kenny Rogers passed away. Yep last last Saturday he passed away. He was actually one of my heroes as a young kid. Yeah, I uh, I told the story last week, but I wanted to be a singer when I was a child. I, I sang publicly. I, I sang with with bands all through my life. But the first time I ever knew I wanted to be a singer is when I saw Kenny Rogers on the Muppet Show. Oh. In, in third grade, singing The Gambler. And that was it. I would walk around my playground singing it, and to this day, I have friends from elementary school that remember that. But um, this is for John Prine uh, fighting COVID-19 himself right now. And again, John Prine is somebody who has played a lot here in the local community, uh, especially at Summerfest over the years. This is knocking on your screen door. Got nobody hanging around my doorstep, just a hanging around my jeans. If you see somebody, would you send them over my way? I could use some help here with a can of pork and beans. I once had a family, but they up and left me with nothing but an eight track, another side of George Jones. I was in high cotton, just a banging on my six string, a kicking at the trash can, 
walking skin and bone. I can see a back porch if I close my eyes now. I can hear the train tracks through the laundry on the line. I'm thinking it's your business, but you don't got the answer. I'm knocking on your screen door in the summertime. John Prine, and again, he is currently hospitalized also with COVID-19, so all of our best out to him. Ralph Nudie here at Get Real with Ralph on AM 1050 WLIP, and if you'll notice the pace of our show moving a little more slowly today, that's because I am manning the controls myself, which is something I've never done before, and I think that... uh, Dan is uh, probably having a having a little laugh on the inside, watching me freak out, or a complete nervous breakdown. Well, that too. <laughs> he's uh, he's worried I'm going to play something uh, not air appropriate. That was uh, that was. Well, we were playing John Prine, and you just never know with his songs. You got to know which ones to pick. So, I was pretty choosy by uh, picking the uh, back porch song, which I knew was one of his cleaner mixes. Just <laughs> being your best behavior there, uh, Nudie. Well, you know, my name is about as pornographic as I don't. Get. Don't be an outlaw, okay? Don't be Lenny. I, uh, you know, Lenny's all right. I, I, uh, I enjoy coming in and watching him do his thing. He certainly uh, there's another guy kind of makes it look easy. So all the you know you can make all the fun you want of the old guys, but uh, that old guy's got it going on as far as knowing how to work this board and everything. All right, you got to go at fifty nine forty eight. Now I just hit the button once we get nope, there, right? I don't touch anything. Except turn this here to there. Ah. And then turn that button on. Gotcha. Turn this button on. Turn this button on right at that moment? Yep. No, just turn it on right now. Got it. And it's just going to automatically go right into the Talk news? Up to the 40, right. 5948. Gotcha. So uh, you're going to hear the news kick in, and we're going to talk to you in the second hour. Thanks. And we're back on with Get Real with Ralph. Your host, Ralph Nudie, coming to you live from AM 1050 WLIP, Gurney, Kenosha. Simulcast live. As I've always said, from Kenosha to the Canary Islands and everywhere in between via our YouTube channel at GetRealWithRalph.com. Where you can now watch us on Facebook Live at Facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie. Not a whole lot of exciting stuff going on in here today, though, unless uh, watching me fumble with the controls is a uh, 
source of amusement for you. It's been a little bit of a source of amusement for me. Thankfully, I've got a uh, I got a flight instructor here on the other side, and that's uh, that's Dan. And uh, you hear his voice if you listen to the station often because it um, it's included in just about every weather, traffic, um, public service announcement. You are. You're pretty much the voice of WLIP when it really comes down to it. Nah, I wouldn't consider me the voice, just uh, I'm the audio production director. Sure. The voice of LIP is Sean. Oh, Sean's the voice. Sean's the voice of LIP. He's he's, he's the voice dude, as we call him. He's the voice dude. Or the voice talent. Well, you do a lot of them, though. I know that. Yeah, you know. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to... All of life's problems. That was that's called a button bar. It's the first time I ever hit a button on there. Wow! I dragged that on there. It's not what I thought I had dragged on there, though. I, it's, as a matter of fact, everything that I put on there last week is gone. Does this stuff disappear? Is that how that works? No, we just kind of you know once we get into, uh, once we get situated, we'll be able to figure things out better. Well, seeing as we don't have a live musical guest this week, what I wanted to do is 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 feature music from local musicians and so i'm going to be featuring some of the stuff that we've had on this show in the past and uh while i get that queued up we might as well stick with ivy so i'm going to give you a little mama didn't raise no fool and then i'm going to play some of the live sets that have gotten played here on get real with ralph over the last year and with that here's mama didn't raise no fool I'm sitting here quiet, don't mean that I don't know. 
Brace yourself, honey. I won't stop once I go. Don't you hear every word come? Mama didn't raise no fool. Yeah, Mama Didn't Raise No Fool. That is Ivy Ford's tribute to Jimi Hendrix on her Club 27 album. And as I promised, we're going to keep this second hour local. And um, we had 3 a.m. Saints here back on September 11th. And uh, this is one of the uh, songs that Dan played for us when he was live on our show. It's about a woman who loved me once and that I'll always love in the ways that I can. You got a lot of love in your songs, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's let's hear Marie. Right. Oh, my slave girl to the fates. Always thinking it's too late to get back your lost time. You spent on the company line Some days you can't even think Why your fingers just bleed ink Thought you escaped the big city lights Trade them in for the mountains In the moonlight Oh my sweet My sweet Marie My sweet, my sweet Marie Took a job in a small town Thought you'd marry a drunk from Racine Thought you just might settle down Maybe even start a family that man just tore you apart All the nights with his angry scream Breaking and breaking your heart Till in the mirror there was nothing you'd like to see Oh, oh my sweet, my sweet Marie My sweet, my sweet Marie But you won't give up on your dreams, no Gonna make a name on the writing scene Critics will rave about your style And you'll forget loving me after a while Won't you, Marie? Oh, my sweet, my sweet. Oh, my sweet, my sweet Marie. 
my sweet, my sweet grace. Oh, my sweet, my sweet Marie. On September 11th, one of the uh, songs that he performed that day, and I've got a couple of more Daniel Thompsons that I'm going to play. Uh, he has been a repeat guest on our show. He appeared twice during 2019, and we look forward to having him come back on our show in 2020. And uh, Daniel was also one of the featured musical acts at the Songs of Freedom Music Festival that we did last summer for Operation Underground Railroad. We have it planned this year for August 15th. Whether we're actually going to be able to do it or not uh, remains to be seen with the current lockdown that's going on in any sort of social gathering. So uh, here's to hoping that uh, we get a chance to do it again this year and uh, Dan gets the opportunity to come back. So I sat and stared out Out at the field Bearing a love that would probably never yield a crop Just make my heart stop now the home of the bright city lights scares me half to death every night, every night. And I miss, miss you smell it in June, how you hung like sweet perfume, sweet perfume. Oh, Ohio, when can I come home? Where I'm buried two by two in your cold stone. When can I come home? Oh, sweet memories of places and people that I'll never see again. Never again, sweet lost memories. Why would you, would you watch me just come back to me? Why did you ever leave? Well, I guess I'm just too young to see the truth. Always. Told us we'd be fine. Songs we prayed to our dying time. Till our dying time. And they said we wouldn't die when we grew old. He just reached. 
Darkness and it carries on. It just carries on. But I don't know if I still believe. I don't think will come back for me. Won't come back for me. And I'll be waiting outside heaven's door. They'll say, sorry, son, we can't take it anymore. Can't take it anymore. Oh, Ohio, when can I come home? Can I come home? Oh, sweet memories of places and people that I'll never see again, never again. Sweet lost memories. Why will these come back? Why did you ever leave? Well, I guess I'm just too young to see the joy. Always, always, always with me. Well, I guess I'm just too blind to see the joy. Always, always, always with me. I guess that I'm just too young to see that you're always, always, you're always with me. Outstanding. Yeah. Now, Thank you. fun fact, I found a connect. A little Graceland. All right. A little more Daniel Thompson as he does Graceland on a prior Appearance here as our musical guest on Get Real with Ralph. Well, I've been a fool. Thought I could drown out all my failures. Live by my own. By my own rules. But now my freedom feels like a tomb. Trying to connect with this world feels like reaching, reaching for the moon. But when I die, I know that I will finally come home. And a Graceland I'll go, and I won't drag my feet my time finally comes i'm going home to racine into the arms of my sister while mother mary sings to me there's nowhere else i can go where all i love where all i love Wait for me.
thought she slid out of my range Do all these wasted years that I've tried To convince you I've changed While I just stayed the same But after all of these years, you know I just can't leave you be I'm not giving up on you Though you've given up on me And when this mean old world finally crushes me I know that I'll go to a place of peace Cause to Graceland I'll go And I won't drag my feet My time finally comes I'm going home to Racine into the arms of my sister while mother mary sings to me there's nowhere else i can go where all i love where all i love waits for me Where all I love waits, oh, where all I love waits, oh, I'm going home, where all I love waits for me. You're listening to Get Real with Ralph, your host, Ralph Nudie, in, and um, Get Real with Ralph as, um, as we go through this quarantine period. This is Spare Animals. Oh, that you gave, reverse for the grave. 
And we're back in the studio, Ralph Nudie on Get Real with Ralph on the LIP AM 1050 WLIP simulcast at GetRealWithRalph.com or on our Facebook page. That's Facebook.com forward slash Ralph Nudie. And uh, this is my first day behind the big machine all by myself. And we don't have a musical guest this week due to the quarantine and us trying to get our way about us and figure out what is and, and is not the appropriate way to bring musical guests on here. So hopefully we'll have a protocol in place and another musical guest by next week. But until then, this week, we're enjoying the best of the best of some of the musical guests that we have had on our show. And uh, this is a cover of a Billie Eilish song that Betsy Aiden and the Well-Known Strangers played when they were on our show that I absolutely loved. And um, hopefully you'll enjoy it as much as I still do. Come out and play. Wake up, smell the coffee. Is your cup half full or empty? When we talk, you say it softly. But I love it when we're awfully quiet. Mm. Quiet. You see a piece of paper. Could be a little greater Show me what you can make Cause you never know until you try it You don't have to keep it quiet And I know it makes you
And that was Betsy Aid and the well-known Strangers when they were on Get Real with Ralph. They were actually our first musical guest. Uh, it's too bad you're not in front of a mic over there, Ray, because uh, one of these days you're going to have to weigh in. You've been with us since the uh, since the maiden voyage when we started this as a podcast. But our first week on WLIP, Betsy and the well-known Strangers came on the show, and um, it was such a cool thing. Uh, the day before our first show, uh, my video producer, Raynell, and I were at 58 Below to catch a performance right after Betsy had come off of her run on The Voice, and I believe it was her first local show that she had done after that, and uh, Ray had got, gotten asked by a coworker of mine who was a mutual friend if he would video the performance. So we came out and uh, videoed the performance together, and um, it was there that I met Vic Sarah, that's their uh, tour manager. And I started talking to him about my, my human trafficking festival that I was putting together and what an important cause that is to me and how I supported Operation Underground Railroad. And uh, Vic dragged me into their green room. Do you remember that, Ray? He dragged me to the green room. He's like, hey, you guys got to hear what, what this guy has to say. And there I am standing right in front of all of them talking to them about what it is I plan on doing, and they agreed to come on the show. Actually, I said it was the day before. It was two days before. This is a Friday, and we were doing our first show that Sunday, and I I had no idea how radio even worked. I mean, I had done podcasts before. I'd been in a radio station before, but it was really, I was really, really green. I hadn't even met Jim Selovich yet, who is now our producer. Jim is home convalescing. He's not sick. He's just a little under the weather with a cold, and he uh, wants to make sure that he is completely good before he comes back out and uh, and, and risks it. And uh, so, <clears throat> Jim, we're, um, we're very fortunate to have you on this show. Uh, you've been a, a big piece of this show's success in our first year and the successful events that we've done. And uh, I want to say again, I know you're not on the phone now, but I want to say again how much I, I appreciate you, man, and uh, how much I appreciate all the musical guests that have come on and contributed to this show, because each and every one of them has made this show great, and they've made each other great, because we've we started to put together a reputation for finding some good talent on this show and bringing them in week in and week out. And uh, with that, uh, during the musical hour, the local music hour of Get Real with Ralph, we're playing some of the best of the music that was played live on our show. And uh, we're going through a couple of Betsy Aid songs now. And uh, this is the uh, live version of the song Voices, which Betsy Aid and the well-known strangers wrote uh, for the victims of human trafficking. And here is Voices.
take care of those nights you fight in the name of charity. Creatures, the feeders, the cow, the shadows among us. And they won't back down The killing, the raping The selling, back-breaking We've got to united Send out a call Tear up the walls And rip through the streets Find those bored souls Who never had a choice To speak their voices Bouncing off the walls Conversations don't be blind, beware. Somewhere a father goes out looking for his baby girl. She'll Never come home again, the mother, son, now looking for honest work in the wrong places. They have been pillaging our innocence through the Streets find those poor souls who never had a choice to speak their voices. Bouncing off walls of padded rooms, wondering is anyone out there? Voices stuck in the silence of casual conversations don't be blind. And there was, uh, that was Betsy and the Well-Known Strangers, when she played Voices. And now, in keeping with uh, the best of the musical guests on Get Real with Ralph, we have Michelle Warnicky of Indigo Canyon. With one of her songs. Oh. 
Just don't drop that fiddle. <laughs> yeah. And that was... Can you hear me? There we go. The George Ray Family Band. Another one of my favorites. from her July appearance on Get Real with Ralph. And, um, hey, Ray, did you know that Georgia Ray and Michael Bass are now an item? It's like uh, it's like the Kenosha version of Hollywood Gossip. Did you know that? They Yeah, they are. They're an item, and uh, they've been playing together as well and doing different tours, so I, I think they have some, some numbers they do together. Georgia Ray family band uh, thing as well, but uh, she was a she was on our show also twice. Her and Michael both. We had a, we had probably five or six 
uh, different guests that, that that made the cut and, and came twice. Uh, one of them that I would love to have back is uh, is Andy, and uh, this is one of the uh, one of the songs that she did on our show back in August. Spoonfed Woman. Tell me what am I supposed to do when I'm conquered by the thought of you with you? You won't reach out. Frustration builds inside my heart, my peace begins to fall apart, and I am plagued with doubt. I, I've been trying to find my way back, and I have been searching for the peace I lack. Was an angry woman, an angry woman is hard to love. Well, I've been trying to put into words the way my thoughts are most like birds that can't. Be caught, and as each one escapes my head, they start to pluck apart the threads, and I, I can't be far. I have been trying to find my way back, and I have been searching for the. I like cause an angry woman an angry woman is hard to love darling I cannot be blamed for animals I cannot tame with me as I slowly deconstruct this maze and start to pick apart my ways someday I'll be free I I've been trying to find my way back and I I've been searching for the I lack Cause an angry woman An angry woman Is hard to love And that was Andy on our show in August when she did Angry Woman. And she was a lovely guest as well. She had so many songs in her in her book. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't have time to fit them all in. And we have not had the chance to get her on a second time. But boy, I certainly would like to. She was, she was just a, a great guest. She was so entertaining and, uh, and, and fun to watch. Uh, however... We are actually at the end of the second hour. I can't believe it always goes fast with music, doesn't it? You know, the, the first hour of the show is 
is always a little heavy. You know, I, I talk about the the issues of the day. We've got some heavy issues on us, but I really think that we'll get through it as a as a country and as a local community and and as a people. And uh, when we do, we're going to come out the other side stronger than we we ever were in the first place. I have I. Have It's important for all of us out there to have faith in whatever it is you put your faith in. For some of you, it's it's God, it's it's a higher power. For for some of you, it's in your your community and and, and your fellow man. Uh, but whatever it is that you have faith in, don't lose faith during these difficult times because uh, good times will be back around the corner. And uh, I know that we're going to bounce back from this as, as a country. And um, with that, I'm going to close out with uh, what I always close out with, which is uh, I, I'm going to play the uh, live version from one of the times that she was on our show. And here she is. Well, I know it to be true. It's all right to say I love you cause it's not enough of it in this world. It's okay if you want to say, and I promise I won't run away. No big deal, darling, to say I love you. It may be scary sometimes i've been through it you're not alone so go ahead do it trust me when i say that it's worth a shot if you give nothing then nothing's what you've got Pardon me, don't want to overstep, but the truth's life's all I got left. And there's not enough of it in this world. scary sometimes I've been through it you're not alone so go ahead do it trust me when I say that it's worth a shot if you give nothing that nothing's what you've got. Pardon me, don't wanna overstep, but the truth's life's all I got left, and there's not enough of it in. Oh, there's not enough. Oh, there's not enough of it in this world. And you got the full version of it, Betsy Abe, Loving This World. And once again, I want to thank you for tuning in to Get Real with Ralph, your host, Ralph Nudie, in 
with our um, our great friend Dan over here. Give us a shout from far away, Dan. Lip off live at five. There you go. Lip off live at five, Dan. And uh, thank you for showing me how to operate this spaceship that uh, you call your control board. Thank you, Jim Selovich, for doing such a great job for the first year that I didn't even know how hard your, it was. Hug your dogs. Definitely hug your dogs. Hug your wives. Hug your kids. Tell everybody you love them. I'm Ralph Nudie. Thank you. And good night.